Today's reading is Ephesians 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may have a long life on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath. Instead, bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear and sincerity of heart, just as you would obey Christ. And do this not only to please them while they are watching, but as servants of Christ, doing the will of God from your heart. Serve with good will as to the Lord and not to men, because you know that the Lord will reward each one for whatever good he does, whether he is slave or free. And masters, do the same for your slaves. Give up your use of threats, because you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no favoritism with him. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God, so that you can make your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this world's darkness, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore take up the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground, and having done everything, to stand. Stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness arrayed, and with your feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times, with every kind of prayer and petition. To this end, Stay alert with all perseverance in your prayers for all the saints. Pray also for me, that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me, so that I will boldly make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it fearlessly, as I should. Tychicus, the beloved brother and faithful servant in the Lord, will tell you everything, so that you also may know about me and what I am doing. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know about us, and that he may encourage your hearts. Peace to the brothers, and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with an undying love. This is God's word. This chapter began by continuing to specify what it meant to walk in love. As chapter 5 verse 2 says, it tells us, how to walk in love if you're a child, in verses 1 through 3, if you're a father, in verse 4, if you're a slave, in verses 5 through 8, and if you're a master, in verse 9. The rest of the chapter encouraged believers to prepare for spiritual battle, that's verses 10 through 20, and then gave Paul's final greetings. I want to focus on the part of Paul's instructions given to slaves. In verse 6b, Paul encouraged slaves to work as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from your heart. That's the NIV's translation of verse 6. Then he repeated the point in verse 7 when he wrote, again from the NIV, serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not people. These were helpful instructions to people stuck in a bad situation. Neither Paul nor the church at Ephesus had the political power to end slavery. Furthermore, Christ's mission was not to reform this world's kingdoms, but to save people for his 
coming kingdom. So slavery was a fact of life in those days in a world dominated by the Roman Empire. But Christians who were slaves could act differently because of their faith in Christ. Although they were in an unjust situation that they could not change, they could change their hearts toward the situation. Instead of cursing their masters, producing as little as possible, and stealing if they could get away with it, Paul urged them to think and work differently because of their faith in Christ. Instead of doing the work slaves do reluctantly, fearful of being beaten, but with little positive motivation, Paul encouraged slaves to serve wholeheartedly. Put another way, act like you want to be there while you're doing this work. Now what would motivate someone to do that? Not human masters who may have treated them like they were animals. Instead, they should act, quote, as if you were serving the Lord, not people, end quote. That attitude makes work, even if it is dull or difficult, an act of worship. The master may not notice or even care, but God does. Verse 8 says, Because you know that the Lord will reward each one for whatever they do, whether they are slave or free. Do you believe that God sees every act that you do for his glory? If you're taking care of an ill relative, mopping the floor of your employer after the workday is over, showing kindness to someone in the office who isn't kind on their own, God sees all of that, even if no one else does. Or if you're faithfully entering data into a computer, steel into a machine, or baby food into your infant's mouth, it matters. Not because it will change the world in some way, but because it is done as an act of worship from your faith in God. If you're facing a tough day at work today, let these words encourage you and guide you. Let them fuel the work that you do, whatever it is, working as to the Lord and not to men. A final note here about slavery. Paul recommended freedom for slaves in 1 Corinthians 7.21, Philemon verse 10, and Philemon verses 15 through 16. So although the church did not have the political power to end slavery, the seeds for freedom were planted and, and many years later came to fruition when Christians used the legislative process to end slavery. I'm thankful, and I know you are too, that slavery no longer exists. But we can use the principles that slaves were taught in this passage to help us to be effective in whatever work we do. And so I hope you'll take those principles and put them to work in your life. And I hope you have a great day. I'll see you next time.